goes on in the night. What evil escapes your sight? My name is Dakota Prince. I am the one and only special Silver Strange. Tune in every week for a new episode to get updates from all my ventures. Movies, music, gaming, and the unknown. There's never a dull moment in my life, and anybody who is a fair witness can testify that the second I come in, you know something's up. This is special to the strange radio show. Now please, welcome your host. Hello, everyone. Today, at the time of recording this, is October 1st, 2021. Now, you may have noticed that some of my activity has been somewhat compromised. Why is that? Hello? What the fuck? Um, hello there. That shouldn't be going off. I'm sorry, for those of you listening to the audio version of this broadcast, I just started talking... No, I'm just getting off of a chest cold, so my uh, voice may sound a little funky. You may hear me break out into coughs. Don't worry. I'm okay. It's just that. Okay, that should not be going off. Why are you going off? Hello. I'm a phone. It's in my wallet. Anyway, I just have been having a bit of a chest cold lately, so my voice may sound occasionally a little weird, <clears throat> like that. But that shouldn't have caused my EMF to spike, literally just as I was saying that. <sighs> that kind of oofed up my focus a bit. So, it's been an interesting few weeks. I mainly... Admittingly, uh, this last week, I uh, kind of spent some time this. I spent most of my time between my day job and sleeping to try to work this bug out of my system. Needless to say, there's been quite a bit going on. Some of it, I'm sure that certain people are going to be watching, seeing whether or not I spill the beans on certain matters, which, if they're looking to cause problems with me, they're going to be sadly disappointed. How should I put this? Some questionable matters actually have come up lately within inner circles that have made me 
question a few things. Now, mostly it is because of a lot of my own past. And they acknowledge, and the people involved acknowledge this, to which I told them that I would be doing my best to keep myself occupied, my mind off of it. But, as for those of you who know, I'm quite bald because, well, one, genetics, two, I tend to worry way too fucking much. <laughs> oh. And unfortunately, it's a matter of about others, but I haven't met. Hey, my signal just jammed in my EMF spike. Is that a sign that I shouldn't talk too much about this? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Flash again if that's what you're trying to tell me. All right, all right. Basically, what I was trying to say is that it's a situation where it really made me question who I should really trust, especially with some of the delicate matters. Why do I say this? Here in the last couple of days, a few days as a matter of fact, a couple of interesting cases came up. And my EMF is still spiking. What the hell? But one involves a potential ancestral situation. Okay. Is that my phone setting it off? What the, where, where's that? where the fuck's my phone? See, my phone right here. Huh. Maybe that was my phone the entire time. So let's move you away. My apologies. I may have just completely fucked that up, but I just debunked it. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Two cases that would come up. Both of which have questioned the possibility of demonic activity. I don't necessarily think that's fully the case and at least one of them. I don't want to spill too much because there's more work that needs to be done at this time. But it's something that honestly brings me to think about a lot of things recently. Kind of jumping around here, I know. I try to use this as a way to discuss as kind of an audio journal, audio log, video log, whatever you want to call it, and my ventures. But it's also due to the fact that I don't want to spill too much. Because quite frankly, some of the results I've been finding have made it to where people have... Uh, started acting quite differently towards me when I bring these matters up. In some cases, I don't get 
Now, the aforementioned ones, yeah, it's going to cause some friction, no matter what, because people can't really separate their beliefs. But what about in situations where findings may actually validate that beliefs are true? It's just not necessarily what the person thinks it is. Let's take, let's take some of the UFO situations recently. There's a lot of people who speculate that there may actually be some truth behind the ancient alien theory. Now, a lot of the ideas tossed around for it, especially in the name of trying to produce content for the show, are kind of stretches, but there might actually be something to it. And which is actually going to lead to a very interesting conversation I am looking forward to tomorrow. And I'm going to show you why. I recently got my hands on this book. For those of you who can't see what it says, it's A Gift from the Stars, Extraterrestrial Context, and Guide of Alien Races. It's by a woman named Elena. Dinan, I think that's how it's pronounced. I apologize if that I'm wrong. Basically, this woman was abducted under very similar circumstances that I was at a young age. And utilized her contacts, her frequent contacts with extraterrestrials to learn more about the various races. Now, she is not the only person that has done this. A lot of what is in this book was actually what myself and my colleague Christopher Mule at Parachills have been finding in our own projects. And if you go onto the Parachills YouTube channel, and I believe our Facebook one, we're having some issues with the Twitter connections due to some t updates on Twitter's end, you can actually might be able to see an interview with the author that has yet to take place at the time of this recording. Which are long. Is that you trying to communicate right now? Flash the box so people can see you. Anyway. There are... There, there's a rather impressive... Now I was calling out the Arlong because that's potentially one of the ETs that has been made direct contact with myself and Christopher Mule been trying to help edge us along in order to figure out what's going on. Uh, here, uh, where is it, where is it, where is it? All right. One race that comes up a lot in UFO ancient alien discussion is the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki are speculated to be the origin of many of mythologies. Many of the gods run various pantheons, especially ancient Mesopotamia. Sumeria, you know, the gods, the original gods, the old gods, so to speak. Now, if you actually looked at a picture of the Anunnaki in particular, interestingly enough, They look a lot like the engineers from the Alien movies, from the Prometheus. 
and maybe that's what they actually are. And maybe a lot of the reason why I bring up the Anunnaki is because it's also speculated that certain entities within various religions are from the Anunnaki are actually aliens instead of celestial beings like we try to think of them as such. Which means and specifically there's one document that floats around there's one ET guidebook that's supposed to allegedly be from KGB car archives that was accidentally leaked to the public where it said Samael and Lilith were among the Anunnaki where it's a lot of speculation that we know as the watchers the fallen angels etc ended up helping create humanity as it is now what I'm trying to say is that it seems like how should I put this that look you know what let's rip the band-aid off it seems like there might actually be some truth to it that Apparently, some of the Anunnaki, and if whoever is here right now, I swear I just saw something flash. I mean, what looked like a little orb. Yeah, I know orbs are speculative. What looked like a little orb flash right next to me. If there's someone here who would like to validate what I'm saying, please feel free to use that little black box that's right next to me with a green light on it. Make it flash. And it just flashed. <laughs> Thank you. Make it flash again if I'm right. If I'm on. If I'm. If. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Please make it the box flash. If it's true, the Anunnaki had a hand in creating humans as they are today. No? <laughs> oh, anyway. Make the box flash if you feel like you're screwing with me. No? Okay, then. Back to what I was saying. Now, the theory that gets kind of tossed around with this is RH negative blood. And as I'm talking about this, my EMF starting to spike. RH negative blood is an anomaly that many attribute to try to as some sort of natural evolutionary process. Some others actually speculate RH negative blood is not of this earth. That particular guidebook to extraterrestrials, the uh, Get from the Stars, Elena Dana, one of her theories that she puts forward in that book is that O type blood 
originated from the Anunnaki. That in order to make the blood compatible with what the Anunnaki found here on Earth, on Terra, as they apparently call it, they created the RH factor, the D proteins, in order to make it compatible with Terran blood. And uh, one of the arguments for this is the RH compatibilities within a newborn fetus. Say a woman with RH negative blood conceives an RH positive baby, her system may actually attack the fetus and kill it, like it's some sort of infection, which results in several shots to the pregnant mother as well as the newborn in order to stabilize her condition and allow the baby to go full term. This theory that Dana and Elena Danon also presents is that people who have O negative blood, you're going to want to hear this. People who have O negative blood, the universal donors, basically their blood is as clean as possible. There's no antigens that would cause other body types to reject it. Okay. O negative blood is more psychically inclined. I mean, they may have possessed more abilities. People with O negative blood have also been known to be taller, to be more highly intention, more have higher than average intelligence, have blue eyes and have reddish sort of strawberry blonde hair. Now, I may be bald right now. But I'm six foot seven. I tested just a few more points under Mensa IQ. And no, I'm not trying to black, brag. There's, a, there's also about 400 years of psychic ability that runs through my bloodline on both sides of my family. And... I'm actually O negative. Now, how do we go, we go about testing this? And if anybody has any legitimate ideas, please feel free. One of the ideas I had to potentially test the likelihood of this being the case. Because, oh yeah, apparently O negative type blood are more likely to get abducted by aliens. Which also, a little side note, I know they say you shouldn't talk about the pandemic or the virus, but apparently COVID-19, and this is actually backed by medical studies, apparently COVID-19 is actually okay, is that a warning that I shouldn't say this? Sorry, my, my K2 meter just spiked as I was talking about that. Should I talk about what I was just about to talk about? Flash if yes. Flash if so I should continue. Look here. I'm arguing with the little black box with a green light on it. I'm continuing. Apparently, COVID-19 
people who have O negative blood are less likely to be infected. And as I said that, my EMF is spiking yet again. Now, this is actually well documented that there's a lower percentage of infection with people who have O negative blood. Now, the certainty of those test results, it's... We'll leave that up to interpretation, but it was a bit of a confidence booster for me. Sorry, I needed to get a drink. Felt the back of my throat. Before you get too cocky about it, just remember, O negative, type O blood, O negative or positive, it's also a lot more likely to get snacked on by mosquitoes. So there's drawbacks. <laughs> <clears throat> now, the reason for the immunity is not because of any or supposed less infection rates. It's due to the fact that O negative blood, okay, we're just going to say it, has less for less ways for viruses to like the coronavirus, COVID-19, or SARS-CoV-2. SARS-CoV-2 is the name of the actual virus. COVID-19 is the disease, I know. (coughs) (coughs) Basically, there's less for it to connect to the blood in order to spread the infection. You can possibly still carry it, have it in you, just not get sick from it. Which also, jumping back to the alien hybridization, the Anunnaki blood, also makes it so those who are O negative are more compatible with species hybridization. Can you focus, please, my camera I'm talking to? Which, for those of you who don't remember, I do have a mysterious daughter. We're going to get her picture up. That's her mother's picture. But blonde hair, blue eyes. Obviously intelligent enough to figure out time travel in a sort of way. And travel through space, potentially. Because it has been brought forward, the possibility that she, her mother, which is this woman here, for those of you watching the video version of this broadcast, <coughs> is actually from the Pleiades star system. And she also gave me a son. Aww. Now, my daughter was actually spotted trying to help with exorcisms after a demonic attack. She was spotted by several people. And she has made herself known when trying to utilize CE5 protocols to try to contact the Ashtar Galactic Command to try to contact ETs themselves. My EMF just flashed. And my Facebook Messenger just went off. 
I think that might actually be my friend Christopher Mule. I'm going to test, I'm going to just look at something real quick, just in case. Holy crap, it's him. I'm going to go mute real quick. So, for those of you listening to the audio version of this broadcast, you will hear a commercial or a two here. That was weird. He actually just brought up the case, one of the cases I mentioned earlier, which I'm going to go into here in a sec. But anyway, there's a chance. Anyway, there's a, as I was saying, there's a chance that I may actually have two children who are actually hybrids of Earth and Pleiadian beings. Not because there's a strong genetic disposition to psychic ability on their Earth side, as well as the abilities of the Pleiadians. They're going to make for an interesting couple of kids. It's all pointing towards space. And interestingly enough, I told these to a couple of people that I once considered best friends of mine. And they started shoving. Oh, I don't believe that. Oh, that's impossible. No, it's not impossible. You're just fucking ignorant. Yes, said it. What of it? Now, this is one of the things that honestly bothers me. There's a lot of people who question my religious beliefs because of the work I do. And to answer that question... I don't necessarily follow a religious denomination. Why do I say this? Because I dealt with enough supernatural phenomenon to know that that shit is out there. This shit is real. But what is presented in religious texts is only an interpretation of it. An interpretation of someone else's interpretation of someone else's interpretation who's obviously long been dead. So, obviously, there's a long-standing game of telephone there. A lot of information is going to get twisted. And people are getting kind of fucking lazy when it comes to research. So, there might be actually be some sort of overlap, at the very least. And this is a concept I have explored several times. And honestly, I urge people, if you want to try to go into this type of research... You gotta be really careful about how much of your religion you allow into it. It does play a factor, yes. There is truth to it, yes. But there is so much more. And as I just said, that my EMF just spiked again. And interestingly enough, the ETs are actually warning against setting up any further religions based on encounters with them. It's not that they highly advise against it because they know it's going to cause even further problems. Because obviously, we cannot handle religious differences here on this planet. 
And there's been a couple of times where I presented two scientifically backed. Now, obviously, science can be wrong. It happens. But scientifically backed concepts in order to validate that there is, in fact, something going on. Because, yes, you can combine the paranormal with science. It is possible. And you can still make it entertaining for the people too lazy to actually do the research so they'll pay attention. <coughs> it's hard to find that sweet spot. Yes, it is. But it can be done. Is where I'll bring up some of these concepts, like the concept of time travel, okay? I've had someone try to say, oh, they didn't believe in it. Well, guess what? Science doesn't care what you believe in. And the reason why time travel was actually brought into perspective, because when it comes to string theory and how five-dimensional creatures could be moving through space, once you get to the fourth dimension, that's where the measurement of time comes into play, but it, it's not a linear. Time is not linear. <coughs> to quote David Tennant's, doc, the tenth doctor, I believe it was, Doctor Who, time is more like a big bowl of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Okay? Time is actually liquid. You can travel through it. It's difficult to try to travel back in time, sideways through time, things like that, but it can be done. When you get to fifth dimensional space, according to string theory, that's where you start getting alternate Earths, variants, alternate Earths with similar starting points, okay? And that is actually where some believe the phenomenon we perceive as ghosts. And I'm sorry I'm coughing so much. I probably should have grabbed some medicine before I did this. Mm. But some of the phenomena we are observe as ghosts may actually be the dimensions interlocking on each other. Some of the most intelligent people have thought of this. And higher dimensional beings who travel through fifth dimensional space could actually see into our future to possible many possible futures but should they choose to intervene in something and my emf is spiking as i'm saying this should they choose to intervene in something that means they saw something bad in fact for those of you marvel fans there's actually a couple different alien species that resemble Uatu the Watcher. And for those of you who don't know, the Watchers are this species of aliens who simply sit back and watch history unfold on various planets throughout various universes, things like that. Uatu's case, he got too personally attached to the things he saw and started to intervene a lot. Got in trouble several times. And many of these extraterrestrial species have actually said to me that Dakota, we want to help you. We want to tell you what's coming. But if we tell you too much, they won't let us come back. And that's why they drop so many fucking breadcrumbs. As frustrating as that is. 
my friend Christopher Mule, he said he just got a message saying, be careful with what I'm about to do. Watch my back. All right. He thinks it's about one of the cases I mentioned at the start of this episode. Which I have to take on. Because as they were describing what was going on, I had my EMF going and it was spiking like crazy. This person and I butted heads where we swore off talking to each other years ago. She fully admitted that she did not want to come to me, but she is too desperate, needs help, desperate for the safety of her family, for her children, that she reached out to me. And oh yeah, she's someone else of my bloodline who has shown similar abilities. So, <coughs> looks like Big Daddy's going in. The specialist is on the hunt. Which brings me to the point I was trying to draw back earlier. Through all of this, I know I'm kind of jumping around a bit, but the matters in which we find ourselves in the world, whether it is whether it's finding out a loved one made a stupid ass decision, wrecked their life, whether it is someone that hurt you in the past, whether it's Something that had happened that makes you question your morals. I might have to make this a shorter episode here, so I'm just going to say that right now. But there's for some reason that, that something comes up that makes you question whether or not you want to move forward in life. While it's perfectly okay to stop and observe for a sec to think about what you need to do, what your next steps are, it's never okay to just completely give up. There's so much good work that can be done. There's so much good that can be shared with the rest of the world. Even from people who made some truly messed up decisions. And I think that was my friend Christopher Mule right now. Yep. Just be safe. I keep being told Dakota to be safe. I'm going to go into my meditation now. Yeah. See? Was that Arlong? Okay. I'm going to leave a message for my friend right now. And I'm going to leave the mic recording. I'm recording an episode of my podcast right now. Your message is syncing up with my EMF spiking. And yeah, it's probably in regards to the case I told you about. It's it's a nasty one. But it's also treads on some very sensitive territory. And why I say that? Well, it's because it deals with some family problems. Things that have affected me for the rest of my life, likely. But I choose not to let it define who I am. Let, but rather define, let my actions define that. 
much like this. This is a nice little segue. For those of you who don't know, I've actually started participating in the Legendary Dad Bod Challenge and made it to round two. Ev you can use this link. It's uh, legendarydadbod.com slash 2020 slash Dakota, D-A-K-O-T-A dash F-R-A-N-D-S-E-N. Look for the link in the description. It's also in my flow page. It's where you can donate. It's a minimum of $10 per donation. Every It's $1 a vote. You can keep vote for me to win the Legendary Dad Bod competition, which will help me get featured in Men's Journal Magazine. And all the money... And money and proceeds go to helping kid families, helping support families affected by pediatric cancer. See, it's a it's a cause that everybody wins at. Okay, I know it sounds like a little selfish toting, but I'm wanting to leave this episode like this. Do you want your life to, to be defined by your mistakes or by the changes for positivity you left in people's lives? Do you want to just sit back and complain about what people are doing wrong in the world? Or do you want to take the chance to try to teach people how to do things right? And that's something I honestly want to do. I want to start putting together paranormal classes. Outside of my own jurisdiction and outside of parachills, but the information shared will be happily shared with them because there's a lot of misconceptions. A lot of people who center maybe not just on ghosts or cryptids or specific cryptids, even or UFOs, tend to make each individual field almost like their own religion. And that clouds their judgment on the fact to the fact there's so much overlap. And all of these fields include some of the potentially some of the most history altering discoveries. Yet we can't stop fighting over it. Instead of sitting down, talking it out one on one, and working together in unity. And maybe show some of our corrupt-ass political leaders how it's fucking done. That we don't need to constantly instigate goddamn motherfucking war. Right? Right. So I think I'm going to end this episode here. Thank you all for watching. My name is Dakota Franson. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe. Check out all the links in my description. You can check out all the projects I'm working on, all the movies I've worked on, all the upcoming projects, visit me on dakotafranson.com. Arlong, the Ashtar Command, my alien family, I'd love to say goodbye. And trust me, you're going to get to have a chance to talk to them one-on-one -on -one very soon. Be sure to keep watch. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.